0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to It Was Tuesday, while my microphone falls over over here. Uh, How's everybody going? I am your host, James Chen, a.k.a. Jay Chenzor. Obviously, a very, very uh, exciting weekend this past week. Uh, Last week, we got to talk about the Capcom Cup Last Chance Qualifiers. Today, we are just talking about Capcom Cup. It's just straight up because the group phases all went through and we have now crowned our first million dollar asterisk uh, winner in the uh, fighting game community. The first uh, the largest prize pool uh, ever won for a fighting game tournament. Obviously, Uncle Sam is going to take a good 400k chunk of that, probably. So, UMA probably takes... Spoilers! UMA taking back uh, probably about 600k, I would imagine, uh, to Taiwan. But considering uh you know the position that he was in uh the stories are going abound how he showed up to the u.s with only three hundred dollars to spend that you know he hasn't had a lot of money he grew up very poor and so this is such a such a significant win and honestly exactly why we do what we do here in the fighting game community. And yes, you know, obviously the conversations have been abound about, you know, global, uh, you know, having Capcom Cup be more global or having Capcom Cup be about having the best players. Should we do it by points? Should we do it by regions, etc., cetera, et cetera. But you can see why the power of doing it by regions is so strong here because a player like Uma would not make it into Capcom Cup without the traveling you know with, with if it was the point system it, it, he just would not have been able to do it yes he did go to the offline premieres but that's and to Evo but those are literally three events in order to get into Capcom Cup in the past you would have either had to win one premiere or at least finish really high in multiple premieres. And so, you know, this kind of opportunity just doesn't come by very often. Uh, So, again, really, really happy to see that Uma from Taiwan was able to take this and able to change lives. Honestly, I mean, it's not just going to be his life, but his friends and family, etc. etc. I hope he has a really good tax guy (laughs) in Taiwan. Uh, But, you know, uh, honestly, it's such an important thing to have this kind of representation, this kind of spread. And, you know, the worst thing about this conversation that's been happening online about, oh, this is terrible points. Oh, this is terrible. We should do it, you know, blah, blah, blah. The worst thing about this conversation is that neither, neither side is wrong. Both of them are correct, right? Obviously, if we could do it by a point system, we should because it's awesome. But obviously, having this kind of representation is awesome as well, right? The way that it turned out, I think uh, it, it, it shows the power of the method that we used. But that isn't saying that this ver- that the version you know of online premieres and, and and being global is the right way to do it. Obviously, we would love to see a point system where people are actually seated, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But again, this is the worst part of the debate. Is just that the real answer is this. The real answer is this is that we would love to do both. We would love to have it both ways, right? I mean, there's no real reason why not to. It except for cost. And again, when we ever talk about these kind of situations, nobody ever thinks about cost, you know? Like, why not just have Capcom do all of this? Because how do you get Capcom higher-ups to approve of this stuff? People don't think about this. It would be great to fly 64 people out, but that's, uh, what's well, 48 uh, to 64? 48 64 minus uh, 48 is what, uh, 16, 16 more players that you got to fly out, 16 more players that you got to house, et cetera, et cetera. It's just, it's, it's not a simple thing, especially if Capcom Cup, you know, uh, all this money you're spending on this isn't necessarily resulting in returns. And that's the big thing, right? But regardless, neither way that it happened is wrong. And because Capcom Cup happened the way it did this year, rather than complain about it, let's celebrate it. Let's be excited about it. Uma from Taiwan winning this, such a big difference. And not only that, not only that, but because you guys aren't there, because you guys are not at Capcom Cup, you don't get to see this. But the fact that talking to Gigi Halibel, to Mike X, to, you know, uh, players from all over the different regions. And uh, every time I asked them how their trip has been, I asked Crossover. I was like, so after all these years of not being able to get your visa, finally getting here, you know, is this everything that you kind of would have hoped it to be? And he was like, yeah, he was like, America's been great so far and everything. The experiences and the journeys and the joy and the absolute wholesome reaction from so many of these players talking about how wonderful it is to be here, how awesome it was just to compete with all these people just to grind matches all day and at the same time be in the U.S. and get to do some cool things out here and you know just be involved under these lights play on the stage and everything all of it is just such a wonderful wonderful experience for them and that is just so cool. yeah okay so maybe we're not getting exactly the 48 greatest players but nobody would have picked umo to win this tournament okay and there's no reason to even talk about his pool because he certainly beat a lot of good people after he got out of pools right and so uh it's just it's just really 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 awesome to see and to give these players an experience of their lifetime. Right? I mean, in the end, the reason why we do this as a fighting game community is to give people opportunities and to, and at least for me, is to create memories for the players that they'll never forget. And trust me, some of these guys are never, ever going to be able to forget uh, these trips that they have. Now, you know, some people are already talking about why not have the point system and prioritize to agree the offline events you know, blah, 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 helping to drive up the numbers for some Again, yes, absolutely yes. Yes, this is not an either or. This is not an either or situation here. This is just Capcom chose to run it this way, this time. So let's be happy and celebrate the way they ran it this time. Because like I said, point system or regionals, regardless, either way is legit. Either way, gives us amazing results. And obviously, with the way that it turned out, you know, it's not like a lot of those people were invited needlessly. Uma winning it when probably almost no one picked him to win it, especially being a jury player. A lot of people have been down on jury these days. So the idea really is just that, you know, we... The best answer is to do a combination of both. But again, you know, uh, like Shay says in chat, Capcom, you know, he said on Twitter, Capcom should hope premiere events in less fortunate countries. Sponsored players still travel. Yeah, I mean, that'd be great. Like have one in Chile, have one in South Africa, you know, have one in, in like Italy instead. Well, maybe not Italy, something a little more centralized in EU. You know, absolutely, Uh, again, you know, all of these things are the right answer. All of it is the right answer. It's just how do you afford that, right? How does Capcom pay for all those events and all these different things? And you gotta fly your entire crew out there to run all these events and stuff. I mean, piggybacking off of existing events was always one of the easier ways to do it because it definitely saved a lot of costs. I was really surprised that the Singapore and the France events didn't piggyback off things like UFA, et cetera, etc. Cetera. And it's not even just about cheap venues, right? If the venue isn't the cost, the cost is literally flying the entire crew out there, right? It's flying the crew, taking all the equipment and just so many, you know, little small things that you that, that you know a lot of people aren't thinking about. It's a lot of work. But again, it is possible, and if they can get the budget approval to it, let's do it. Let's absolutely do it. But again, it all just comes down to everybody wants everything. Where does the money come from? The conversation about Evo came up on Twitter where someone was like, "Why isn't Evo rewarding more money?" And I said, I am about to sneeze and it is not happening now. And I said basically like <coughs> Ah, came out, thank God. Only two sneezes too, very surprising. Um, but, um, but you know, what was I talking about? Oh, evil prizes. And I was just like, where does the money come from? Where does the money come from? We all want this stuff and we all just, that's something that we have to keep in mind. Where does the money come from? Again, everyone is right if oh if i were capcom i'd do it like this yeah if i were capcom i'd do it like that too if i were capcom i would definitely run offlines and online, and i would fly out 64 players or maybe even 128 players into the capcom cup so we can just have the craziest tournament ever dude like again great to think that it's not how it works out there so the concentration, so what I said in my tweet is that the focus needs to be growth. The focus is growth. You know, I was talking on Twitter, you know, talking about the world representation and someone was like, yeah, it'd be great if North Africa could get some representation. I'm like, 100%. But starting with South Africa and Jabi, and, Jabi M and Ren, uh, you know, and, and slowly building to the point where we can expand to the rest of Africa. That's the goal. The goal is growth. The goal is growth. I talked to some of the people over there and they said that the sponsors were thrilled with the interactions. Pagoda loved being a part of this. They loved all the stuff that everybody was doing and they loved what the commentators are doing and everything that's the growth that's important people don't realize that views sponsors etc cetera, etc cetera. they're the things that are going to make this magic work right that's the thing that's going to make the, the, the magic work. You get more sponsors, you get more money, you get more eyes, you get more, uh, you know, basically publicity. That's what's going to spread to the rest of the world, and that's going to allow Capcom to do more. Unfortunately, you know, the Capcom Pro Tour, you know, is not necessarily a game seller like League of Legends, like the LCS is, you know, but again, growth. Growth, 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 growth. We have to concentrate on growth. We have to concentrate on bringing more eyes. We have to concentrate on having people understand you know, what it's gonna take to get to those point. Everybody wants to jump there right away. I've always talked about the promotion syndrome at almost every big company, right? You don't get promoted from like a a B position to an A position because you have potential. You get promoted from a B to an A because you've been doing the work of an A position for two years consistently, and then they put you into A, right? So in other words, <laughs> Capcom Cup is not going to get to the point where they can just set up offline premieres in 16 different places around the world <laughs> by, by just potential, by saying this is how we should do it. The CEO of Capcom is still trying to make money, <laughs> right? He's he's the CEO and the CEO and everybody in charge of Capcom is sitting there staring at Monster Hunting, Monster Hunter and Resident Evil raking in the money. And then Cap and then Street Fighter comes along and goes, "Hey, can we spend more money than all of your other games combined to do this really neato thing?" <laughs> You know we the growth the growth the growth is just what it really 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 how it's supposed to be. Oh yeah, it's hella exploitative, Peter O six one one. It is hella exploitative that you have to do the position of the A for two years before you get promoted there. But welcome to welcome to uh, how how it works. That's just how it is. That's just how it is. Unfortunately, so. Um, but yeah, so, um, you know, we're getting there, we're getting there, we're trying our best to do this. And, uh, this is, this is the situation that we're in right now. We can't seed because we don't have the points. Obviously the pandemic kind of skewed things a little more online a little bit, and we have a global system here right now. But what it resulted in was a bunch of people having an experience of their lifetime And a player from Taiwan winning a million (laughs) dollars pre-taxes, pre-taxes. When we say we're getting our first FGC millionaire, not true, (laughs) cause of taxes. But still, uh, that's just that's how it works. We have to continue to grow. We have to continue to understand what the goal is, right? That's the thing. As long as we understand where the endpoint is and as long as we keep working towards that That's what we want to do, but you have to set the parameters, right? One, we would love to have seating. Two, we would love to continue to have global representation. Those, in my opinion, are the two primary goals. You know, having seating is the drive for offline, the drive for points, etc., etc. But having global representation is important. So as long as you have your axioms that you drive by, that is going to be the main thing right there. So... I mean one of the best examples of this is completely random but like anybody who's actually seen the movie Freddy vs. Jason which is way better than it had any right to be the director who made that movie had all these rules in place he was like they have to fight in the dream world once they have to fight in the real world once Freddy will have nothing to do with uh, Jason's background or history etc like he led the made these rules and it made it a Better movie in the end, you know? And that's kind of what we have to do for Capcom Cup. We have to have the rules. We want to get to the point system. We want to have the global representation. Those are the goals that we have. And as long as we're working towards that, we will be in a good place. But again, the money isn't just nowhere, uh, the money has to come from somewhere. And we have to do that by proving it to Capcom by one. Engaging with the sponsors, and two, making sure that there's a lot of eyes watching uh, this. So, um, (laughs) well, Gundam Juhudi Kai. Hopefully, Knuckle Doo hits up uh, Uma and teaches him about not spending that Capcom Cup money. Uh, Slick Rick Viper asks, with the exception of Smash, how much is the overall viewership of esports FGC as a compared to subpar sports such as skateboarding, surfing, snowboarding, etc.? Are we at mainstream, underground, or in between? We're super underground. We are super underground. <laughs> okay, like, not, I mean, I don't know what the subpar sports means. I, I guess what you're meaning is that they're not the NFL, they're not the NBA, right? They're the minor sports. But uh, if you want to say like, compare League of Legends, CSGO, Fortnite, those things as the NFL and stuff, and skateboarding, surfboarding, snowboarding, and all that stuff as the minor ones, we're not even there yet, honestly. The FGC is tiny is absolutely tiny. I would say skateboarding and all that stuff and BMX in comparison to, you know, the the, the big giant sports franchises is a closer gap, is a smaller gap than the biggest eSports and the FGC, uh, honestly. Oh, Tetris is tiny. Tetris is one of the absolute smallest ones out there. Holy sock. Uh, so yeah, Tetris is just, Tetris is like this right now. Uh, it's not even close to the kind of thing. So, um, so yeah, uh, we still have a long way to go, but uh, we're working on it. We're trying to get there at that point. And like I said, growth is the thing. But the key factor is, the beautiful thing about the FGC is that we have always been growing very organically. And that is super important because nobody can take this away from us, right? EVO is still funded by itself, right? Combo Breaker, uh, CEO are funded by themselves. They are not venture capitalists. Nobody can say, you know what, Jabaili? We don't believe in CEO anymore. We're removing your funding. Like that'll never happen. As long as Jabaili wants to keep running CEO, he's going to keep running CEO. And so as a result, The FGC has built, has been growing a lot slower than a lot of all these groups, but at least they are uh, creating a stronger base. You know, we are at a position where, you know, the FGC can continue to survive regardless of what happens. And that's really important. That's really important. But it is slow. (laughs) It is very slow uh, compared to a lot of other events. Uh, And yeah, even airing on ESPN is not really going to do much because the audiences just don't intersect. The audiences don't bisect, right? If you have put Street Fighter on TV, everyone's gonna be like, what the hell is going on? What is this, right? Being on Twitch is already uh, the best platform that it could possibly be on, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, Eva was on ESPN2 one year, but let's see, it didn't really do much, right? Although the L.I. Joe-, Joe story made everybody like, whoa, like I went from not caring about this to all of a sudden being like the biggest fan of L.I. Joe. <laughs> so, yeah um but you know that's that that's where we're at right now growth growth focus on growth guys focus on growth if we as long as we concentrate on growth we will get there eventually so rather than arguing if it's better to be points or better to be global representation blah 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 you don't argue that you just say hey I think in the future, we should get back to offline to support the offline events so we can have proper seating, so we can make sure we have more of the strongest players. Because for example, having only two Japanese players in the entire top 48 seems wrong, etc. You talk about that. You're not wrong. You're absolutely right. But the people who are saying, but this is a global representation. It's cool to have players from Italy and from, you know, Poland, et cetera, et cetera, make all out here you know players from Peru and such you know Argentina coming out here they're absolutely right too you're all right we all have the same goal (laughs) let's try to get there you know in a compromise and a solution again we want to do it we want to do both of the things but again growth is the way to go so instead of saying one is bad to prop up the other you know, just keep in mind that the what we need to do is just establish what the end goals are, what we want to work for, what we want to strive for, and understand that it can't come in two seconds, right? Like, next year, Capcom just be like, you're right, offline premieres everywhere, and then all of a sudden, there's, like, 16 offline premieres. It's just, it's not going to happen. It just, it can't happen that way, is basically how it is, so... <clears throat> hated it at first until I realized how the global representation can grow their individual communities. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Flyloam mentions that, you know, and you know, you don't even have to say that after that I realized I was just being a jackass. No, it's not. Look, it's easy to think that way because you're just like, who are these random people? But like I said, you know, what Mena RD has done for the Dominican Republic and now, you know, what you see uh, Uma doing for the Taiwanese community and uh, now when you actually, you know, think about that. And then when I talk about the experiences that these guys have had, the fact that they only had a Red Bull Kumite in South Africa because they saw Jabi M's representation from last year's Capcom Cup, they were like, oh crap, there's a whole scene down there. Let's run a Red Bull Kumite down there. You know, these, these are very important things to happen. These are uh, very, very important things to happen. So, <clears throat> so again... We know what the end goals are, we know we want to get there, Let's focus on how to get there, how that we can accomplish both things and what we need to do to get there. So again, you know, supporting the sponsors, getting more viewers on here, spreading the joy of fighting game co- fighting games to everyone. Why do I do what I do? Why do I commentate the way that I do? That I'm always commentating towards the lower end players before I'm commentating towards the higher end players. Why am I always trying to tell backstories? I'm trying to get people hooked on fighting games. Okay. I'm trying to get people so that they're just like, yo, fighting games are sick. And that's my whole goal right there. And you're not going to do that by doing a a lot of different ways. You're not going to do that by talking about this is minus two. So he did this. And I mean, if you can try to explain it, if it's really interesting, please do, you know, guys like Sajam are like the best at explaining these kind of things quickly and succinctly in a very digestible fashion but then I honestly think I'm the best person at trying to make you fans of the players I'm always trying to talk up the players I'm always being like oh what's cool is that you know when Fandroid I was so happy I got to commentate Fandroid's matches his his group when he went 0 and five But, you know, he's from Kuwait. And when he was leaving the stage, I was like, you know, the coolest thing about that is Kuwait... Flew out to B3 to battle by the bay a long time ago when we were just AGSF2. Kuwait has had a scene for a long time. You know, I'm trying to build that history. I'm trying to tie Fandroid to this community, to this history and stuff, and, you know, and really make it so that, you know, it's really cool. It's not just Fandroid from Kuwait, he's Fandroid from Kuwait. You know what I mean? Like, it's weird to say it that way. Like, you say it, but it means two very different things. And, you know, that's the goal right there. You need to build up why people want to root for these players. And when you do that, that's how you get people hooked, right? And before I tried to get people hooked via FAQs and from articles and et cetera, commentary just found, sounds like the, felt like the natural next level of progression. So... So there you go. Um, that's basically what I wanted to do. Yeah, that, they want what happened in the Dominican Republic to happen in other regions because that makes the marketing budget worth it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's going to happen in Taiwan now. Uma's going to go home a hero, man. Dude, Gamer B went home a hero. He had flowers in the airport for him just by beating Justin Wong. <laughs> For Super Street Fighter 4 at the second Evo for Street Fighter 4, dude. He beat Justin Wong and he went home and he was a national hero. Like, imagine what's going to happen with UMA now. I think that's super, super cool.